everyone. This is Stan Indicott, and I want to welcome you to a very special edition of the Slingshot Group Podcast. Thirteen years ago, when we started Slingshot Group, I dreamed of creating an organization that would help people love their work. A few years ago, David Miller from our staff and I began a process to develop the Improv Leadership Coaching Model. We realized that when leaders coach their teams, they must focus on building trust, on risk-taking, collaboration, and creativity, because these are the things that move people toward being more committed to their roles and performance. Improv Leadership is based on five competencies that leaders can develop to generate powerful conversations and create memorable, life-changing moments for their teams. I'm inviting you to listen in on these conversations as we unpack and explore each of the competencies to help you improv your leadership. So let's join my co-author and friend David Miller for today's episode. Uh, Hey, thanks for joining us uh, in this mini season of the Slingshot Group podcast. This is where we are talking all things improv leadership in anticipation for our book release. This is coming out. Zondervan's putting out uh, Improv Leadership, the book. Uh, that's, that's the big title, Miguel. Uh, June 9th. <laughs> um, in each episode, uh, I am talking with the ministry leader about um, each of these five competencies of improv leadership, how it's affected their leadership. And we really kind of dig into um, the, the nuts and bolts of this. Uh, in this episode, I am talking with a longtime friend, uh, Miguel De La Mora. Uh, we are going to be talking. This is episode number one, first competency, Miguel. So we let's not blow this, okay? <laughs> Me and you, we're talking about story mining. Um, Miguel is uh, the executive director and teaching pastor at Grace Church in Reno, Nevada. Yeah, he speaks all over the country at camps and conferences. You might have uh, seen or heard him doing his thing. Miguel, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Man, uh, this idea of story mining, we've, we've had some, some offline conversations around it. It's, um, it, it almost, it seems the most simple, but it actually uh, tends to be one of those things that people miss quite often. So, so here's, here's the definition. Story mining is thoughtfully uncovering a person's story and allowing it to shape the way you lead them. So I'm curious, Miguel, in, in your leadership, uh, give us a little bit of context as to how that concept of story mining has impacted the way that you lead. Gosh, yeah, that, that's a big question. I think um, primarily it has challenged me as a leader um, to really, truly, authentically listen to people. Um, so, so much of my personality is, and, and my gifting is to speak and, and so, um, to, to lead with questions is, is kind of a second language for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, it's challenged me to get to know uh, my staff, get to know people, get to know the church, get to know people in the community. So, um, uh, really it's challenged me to kind of shut up and just listen. Um, that's changed me from the inside out and, and really has affected my leadership totally. Yeah, dude, I love that. And 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 again, it's uh, I like that you referenced that 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 second piece of it. So there's it's one thing to ask a question; it's an entirely different thing to ask a question and actually care and listen to what the answer is. <laughs> and I think that I meet leaders all the time that will say, "I am a great question asker," 
but, <laughs> yeah. but, when it, but then when you actually watch them, I mean, you can almost see the gears turning in their mind as they ask oh. this question and someone is answering it. And they have no context. They have oh. no desire to know what the answer is. They're simply just wanting to be known as someone who asks questions. And I, <laughs> so, so I love that like that, that has started to shape you, um, especially because I think, you know, Miguel, you're not alone in that. You are, you're a gifted communicator. You speak, you lead, you walk into the room and capture people's attention um, naturally. And so, and so I think there are a lot of leaders that would find themselves, you know, in that boat and say, cool, I got it. I'm a good leader yeah. now because of, because I do this. Yeah. And I, I have to confess, I, you know, I've done that where the question is almost a setup yeah. to either show them where they're wrong or to prove that I'm right. Right. And, and so much of it is, is just this like debate. And, and, mm. and so the questions that, um, at least this through story mining and this, um, uh, this training, it, it just personally got to me and, and I had to kind of confess to God, I'm like, Lord, do I really care about this person? Or do I just care more about being right? And that tension just like rocked my my world totally, man. So yeah, I think that's I think that's so good. You talked um, a little bit when we first started here about you know getting to know your team better. Like like give a little bit of like a like how did you do that before, and how has story mining helped you to do that on the on the back end? Yeah, I think I think before or even just a year before. Um, so much of how I got to know people was um, now looking back, I would say was pretty surface. It, mm. the, the weight of my questions were not really personal. They weren't really to get to know them. My brain was so task oriented. So when I would talk to my team or an individual, it was really just to get the job done. So mm. I would quickly bypass all of the personal questions about their families and stuff like that, I might ask one yeah, and then I'd quickly go, okay, here's what we got to get done today. So everything was so task driven in my mind. So my questions were formatted to get to that as fast as possible. Yeah. And that's how it was before. Then I went through the training, um, Holy spirit convictions <laughs> all over the place. And, and then I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to have my one-on-one -on -one times, be totally different. And so what I did was um, I actually scheduled, scheduled a time with um, each of my teams like I'll normally do, except we had to close our computers. We had to shut mm. off the devices. Um, I wasn't on my board writing things down. Um, I got, you know, from behind my desk kind of thing. And, yeah. and I was just talking and said, Hey, this is just going to be one-on-one. -on -one. I just want to get to know you. I just want to know who you are. This mm -hmm. is not business. This is not church. This is just you. And I, man, um, the first week I did that, two of my staff members started crying. Yes. Um, because of the story they were sharing with me. Yes. Because for the first time, they were like guarded and all of a sudden they just disarmed. And man, it was, I was just like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. So it totally yeah. changed everything. Yeah. I mean, pe people want to be known. That it, it's, oh, yeah. it's one of these, you know, and, and it's funny, no one's ever pushed back on me when I've said that, right? Like, you know, people want to be known. No one's ever been like, no, they don't, right? You know, like everyone's <laughs> like, totally, yeah, they do. And then when you ask that next question about, so how are you getting to know them? How are you, and, 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 and again, it's, there's actually a layer deeper. Not only how are you getting to know them, how do they feel like you're getting to know them? Because they need to feel... Mm -hmm. your care, your curiosity about who they are as a person. 
because mm-hmm. nobody wants to be just a cog in the machine, right? Nobody yeah, wants to join right. your team and just be someone who's just accomplishing tasks because no one else was going to do it. So you, they got paid to do it. Right. No one wants to give, especially in a ministry context, no one wants to give their life to that. Mm-hmm. And so we're asking our, our, the people that are in our leadership that we get to have influence with, we're asking them to come be a part of something bigger than themselves. And yet we have no idea who they are in the first place. Yeah. We just know what they're good at, or what they're able to accomplish. Right. Yeah, man. And that's, I think, um, to, to be vulnerable, um, to be transparent, to be real over being right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, there is this, um, I think on staff teams, you know, you know, I sit on the executive team. So this, there's a tendency for the staff to be guarded because they want to prove themselves. They want to show themselves to be worthy of the job and all those kinds of things get wrapped up. And so the moment that I can just say, Hey, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay. If you fail at this, Mm. it's okay. If you do it, like it immediately goes, Oh man. So can we just talk, you know, and can I get to know who you are? It, It changes the game. It buys me relational credibility with them. And honestly, the back end of this is um, it makes them a, a better leader. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and there's the, the, the second half of that, of that defining phrase that we put on story mining, you know, and allows you to shape the way you lead them. There, there's something oh, yeah. about that. We, we do this pretty well with mm-hmm. our like kids, right? You know, we've, we've, we've all, you know, read the book or heard the thing. Hey, you don't, uh, you don't parent everyone exactly the same. Um, everyone, well, yeah, kids, right. you, know, you know, they oh, have right. their own personalities, their own gifts, their totally. own you know, weaknesses. And, and, you, and you can't do that. But, but what we found is that in like a, a work context, um, mm-hmm. we kind of parent everyone the same. We try and set up a rule that everyone yeah. needs to follow exactly the same way. Now, again, there are times to do that and as there sure. are with our kids. But there are times that this person's story will inform what mm. they need from us. This person's story will help help us as leaders to, to really lean in and say, oh, that person's not, you know, I mean, even go extreme, right? That person's not being insubordinate. They just had this happen in their marriage. That person's yep. not um, trying to be disruptive. They're, this just happened with their kid or, or, or with their parent or you know, any number of things. And when you allow someone's story, there's this, this need of curiosity about an individual and actually caring about who they are as a person in order to move things forward to saying, okay, uh, now I know how to lead you well and how to effectively move you forward because I understand a little bit more of who you are. Have, have you experienced much of that in the team that you're leading? Oh. You know, g- give me a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. When you were talking, I was thinking of just scenarios where, where I did some of that and I didn't do things well you know, in the last couple of years too. Um, I think what where my tendency or I mean, I would even say our culture's tendency is to um, we take this general idea of how I should lead a staff. Maybe we hear it at a conference. We take, we're really good at taking a principle. Yeah. We hear the leadership by numbers. That's right. We hear, we hear like a sticky line or a statement or something and we hear it and we go, Oh yeah, I'm just going to do that. Or we listen to our favorite churches that we follow or speakers go, I'm just going to do that. It's going to work because it worked over there. So I'm going to do this. Hmm. And we generalize our approach to leadership. Um, and generally that's okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but you are so much more effective when you can 
be more of a sniper and take that approach where you can yeah. contextualize per person. What I was doing, I think for a long time was I heard a general idea of leadership and how I should lead a staff, build a team, hmm. culture, chemistry, all that. And I just applied to the team. And what I was finding is that some liked it, some don't, some were neutral. And it was just this really mixed crowd. And I'm like, why isn't everyone here with me? You know, and it was so frustrating because I'm like, I'm doing everything that I know to do. But the moment that story mining started to challenge me is it all of a sudden forced me to zero in on the individual staff mm-hmm. members. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I was playing a different game. I was uh, leading in a different way. I, I kind of zoomed in, <laughs> so yeah. to speak. I zoomed, right? Um, I zoomed in to, to my team and I'm like, hold on a second, what's happening in your life? Um, and it changed. It changed everything because I, I think, if I'm being honest, I think it was just laziness. I think it was just me being, I didn't want to take the time to get to know everyone at that level yes. because I'm like, oh my gosh, that's. Well, if I focus on that, I'm gonna uh, Sunday's coming, right? If I focus on yeah. that, I got to do. I, so I just need to get the team, cast the vision, and just go, right? And 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 then I'll deal with it as it approaches, like case by case. When yep. once the once the fire happens, then I'll go. You know, it's like so. It was this laziness about my leadership that I was just you know falling, <laughs> finally realizing, falling on my sword, right? And going, I gotta, I actually have to lead, and I actually have to take mm-hmm. time with people. And I can't just say, let's just get to the top of the hill as fast as possible because I heard, I read this book and it's just going to work now, you yeah. know, or yeah. I heard the speaker. So, you know, I, 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 would, I would, I would push into the other side of that for a moment because, you know, again, and, and, and you know, I know you well, um, I don't think anyone who has been led by you or has, or has been in a, around your orbit would ever look at you as lazy. I think that what I'm finding is that, is, is that, is that it's a, um, we're moving so fast, trying to accomplish so many things that mm-hmm. that that our person's story is the is the negotiable. That mm-hmm. learning a person's story is the thing that we can because because my job performance will rarely be um, hindered by you know in, in my boss's eyes or you know in, you know the task can get can get done if I don't know that person's story. But the longevity and the care and the coaching and the, the the next layer of things. So so there are leaders out there that I think would 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 be in in the place that you've just described, where they are accomplishing a ton. Nothing lazy about. It. They are accomplishing a ton, and they are they are moving the ball forward. And yet their people don't feel known, and yet their people don't feel cared for or. Um, or, or seen in that moment. And so what I think story mining does, or at least what I hope that it does for leaders, mm-hmm. is, is it's not that you're going to accomplish less. I believe actually if you slow down for a moment mm-hmm. to know your staff, to know your team, you would actually long-term accomplish more. Um, you yes. would you would be able to. But it's like any type of training. You, you know, it's, it's, it's slow before it's fast. Um, and mm-hmm, so, you know, mm-hmm. as you slow down to know them, then they start producing at a higher level. Um, then you start caring for them at a higher level because it, yeah, again, it shapes yeah. those things. But I, I do, I, Gosh, I, I, yeah. I think the danger of churches and nonprofits right now is that we are trying to accomplish so much that, yeah. that we've lost our curiosity for our, of our people. We've lost yeah, oh, our ability gosh, to yeah. slow down and ask questions. Yeah. And I like how you said that you, you kind of negotiate that piece of it. And 
um, you know, being with the story mining section, I mean, obviously the biggest thing for me that, it, that impacted me was the, when we, you, we started getting into the becoming a professional question asker. Yeah. And so internally I was challenged and I was going, okay, um, you know, I think I'm pretty good, but maybe I'm not. And I uh, having all these discussions and I'm like, what does it really mean? So I'm obviously going back to Jesus and I'm, I'm like, man, he was, he's King, but he was the King of questions yeah. and, and leading with that, even as a kid in the temple. So I'm going, okay, what is he doing? Why is he doing that? He clearly knows the answer to some of these questions, yeah, but, great he point. By, but he bypasses sort of that place of arguing and going back and forth. He bypasses that and he leads with questions. And I'm like, mm. come on, Jesus, this is a softball question for you. Why are you, why aren't you not just answering? Give him the answer, Jesus. And I was realizing like, you know, and I remember in my notes, I was taking it down. I realized that like the reason it's important to lead with questions is because people can retain truth longer mm -hmm. when they discover it versus when it's dumped on them. Yes. So as a, as a leader, as a, as a coach, as a pastor, like when I give truth, I don't want to just give them the answer and hope they just get it mm -hmm. versus like realizing that the questions, if they can discover it for themselves, you know, the rich young ruler, how can I inherit eternal life? You know, why do you call me good? You know, all that stuff. Yeah. If they can discover truth, they will retain it longer. Like what you said on the back end, mm -hmm. all of a sudden they get it. They're leading it. They're doing it. So, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, man. we, we talk about at, at slingshot group, we, in this phrase, um, like it's a uh, statements don't change culture. Questions change culture. Mm -hmm. And there's some, mm -hmm. and, and there are far too many leaders that are leading through statements. We're just, I just want to tell you what I need from you so that yeah. I can move on. And again, a question um, will take longer, but it can actually shift the direction of things. And that, there's something that's amazing about that, the, the, the well-timed totally. question. Miguel, dude, thank you for, for adding to this conversation. Um, yeah. Where can people find you if they're looking for a speaker, if they're uh, you know, in Reno and looking for a, you know, a church to, to be a part of? Where, where can people find you? Yeah, yeah, you can find me at MiguelDelamora.com if they're looking for a speaker, you know, church or camp or conference. And then... Um, uh, if they're in Reno, if they're looking for a local church to attend in Reno, gracechurchreno.org. They can look us up there online and uh, come check us out. So. I love it. I, I appreciate you, man. And hey, for those listening, thank you again for joining us on this mini series. Uh, go ahead, rate, review the podcast so people can find it. Those five stars really do kind of move you to the top of the search results there. And so uh, help us out with that. If this is helpful to you, pass it on to somebody else. You can find more information about the Improv Leadership uh, book at improvleadershipbook.com. We got really creative with that title, Miguel. I hope you like that. Um, and there you can pre-order the book. Comes out June 9th. Um, this is an opportunity for every one of us to truly learn to improv your leadership. Uh, this is episode number one of this mini-series. We have uh, five total, so you're not going to want to miss the next four as we dive into these remaining competencies. Precision praising is next. And that one's a doozy. You're not going to want to miss it. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to get a copy of Improv Leadership that our friends at Zondervan are releasing very soon. You can catch up on other episodes of the Slingshot Group podcast where every week we tackle the leadership topics that everyone is thinking about, but that no one is talking about.